this is your host, Zachary Landolt, and I'm just doing a little, I don't know, an update, a little update for you all. So I originally said about two weeks ago that I was going to take two weeks off and then I would be back and I had told you you would have the A Trip to Haddonfield content and all of that to tide you over until I came back in two weeks. In the year of 2020 and COVID and all of that, I think it is uh, healthy to um, reevaluate what you need from moment to moment. And at that time, I definitely thought, yeah, I just need like, you know, a two week break, work on some other stuff, and then, you know, I'll be back. I'll book some stuff. Well, guys, life is exhausting. The living is just exhausting, I think, in general right now. I think we can all agree with that, especially going into election cycle and everything that comes with that. So I have decided to take the rest of October off in terms of, um, like, main In Another World episodes that come out on Wednesday. And I feel okay with this only because you have all of the bonus content for October. And originally that was going to be my plan. I was just going to release the A Trip to Haddonfield episodes for all of October and just let that be the content. But at the time I thought, oh, well, you know, what if people aren't into Halloween or into scary movies, then there's not really much you know, content of interest. But I one, I think the episodes turned out really well with Devin. I, I really have been enjoying listening to them back. And I, I just honestly, I need the time. Um, because between, you know, getting all of that stuff ready, and then I just launched Two Gays Watch a Movie, my spinoff collab show with Aaron Holman, that premiered last week. If you have not listened to it, we talked about Clueless last week, and this week we'll be talking about The Devil Wears Prada. And me and Aaron are definitely working on all of that content right now. And it's not like it's overwhelming, but it's kind of why why torture myself trying to also pump out content, whereas if I just take the time off, I can prepare a lot of really fun stuff for you guys, and then we can get, you know, get back on track. And, you know, sometimes what we think we can handle turns out to be not as true as we thought in a different moment. So, yeah, I just need some more time. Any time to book guests, you know, get the shows together, all of that. I have a lot, I mean, I it's not like a lack of ideas. I have a whole spreadsheet of... <laughs> episode ideas. It's just getting the people booked all of that time. And I was, it was kind of actually a little comical that I thought I was going to be able to do all of that and launch Two Gays Watch a Movie, which is more editing, which I'm happy to do. I mean, I actually, the editing process is always uh, tedious, for sure, but it's also very creative. There's something about knowing you put together an entire piece of media. And so when you listen to it back later, you know you did all of that. So that is fun. I do think that's fun. But <laughs> that being said, it is still a lot of work. So I, I'm rambling. I'm a rambler. 
if if you've listened to the show, you know that I ramble. But I am excited to get back. I already have a few guests that are sort of waiting in the wings. I have a couple of really fun episodes, especially I'm thinking of doing a really cool panel of other RuPaul's Drag Race um, fans to uh, to discuss uh, some of the queens, some of the queens, in a purely positive fashion, by the way. Um, I don't believe in in hatred towards any of the queens. Um, Because I find it really funny when people trash some of the girls from that show, because you can... Like that queen can be not your taste. Like sure, that's that's fine. I mean, not all the queens are my taste, but they're all still working queens, and they deserve your respect. You, they may not be your favorite. They may not be the one you want to, you know, make it rain on. That's fine. You don't have to watch their content. You don't even have to, yeah, like them as a performer. But you do have to respect them. So there will be no bashing, but it will be a celebration of our favorite queens from the show. But again, nice, positive, safe space energy. I'm not trying to drag anyone. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> um, but yeah, I hope you guys also will check out Two Guys Watch a Movie. I've been really proud of the content that we've been putting together. And we have really fun episodes coming up. So yeah, if you want to follow that, I don't know if you've been noticing, um, I'm doing a little bit of cross-promotion, but not a lot. But that show, you can find that on Instagram at Two Gays Watch a Movie, or on Twitter at Two Gays Watch. So yeah, that would be great. Um, we're talking about, again, The Devil Wears Prada this week. Next week, we're talking about Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion, which is another favorite. And it's been it's been a really fun process, because one, I like just actually hanging out with Aaron. So it does feel like, you know, we're just hanging out every week and we just happen to be recording it. So that's great. But it's been really fun, um, you know, going back and watching all these movies that we love, have like seen a million times because everything we've just, you know, discussed so far are not new films that I needed to get educated on. They're, They're ones that I've seen Many times, many times. I mean, specifically Clueless. I've seen Clueless more times than I can even count, honestly. I mean, I I mean, I remember watching it with my sister when I was a child. Well, not a child. I mean, I was probably maybe nine. I was probably like nine. And I didn't get half of that movie, but I still loved it. You know, it was... It was probably the colors. It was probably the colors and the clothes, but that, that's fine. Um, oh, also, late National Coming Out Day to all all the queens, all all my queers, all those all those peeps. You know, uh, uh, uh bravery. <laughs> you, you all have bravery. As you know, in this year, I don't like to get political a lot on the pod, but I also feel like this isn't even politics. This is just like common sense. You know, there are people that would like to take away our rights. Yeah, and that's not a conspiracy. That's that's just reality. So in case you don't already have the urgency to do this, I do encourage everyone listening to go vote. Um, Things don't just happen. We have to make them happen. And a big part of that is the voting process. And I know I've heard a lot of people this year 
be very pessimistic about the outcome or even just the process itself. You know, people talking about voter fraud, which is a very real problem. But it's key to remember that just because something seems overwhelming, that doesn't mean you get like a pass to like sit this one out. Like we need everyone's vote. You know, if you have not enjoyed the past four years, which I mean, at least in my circle, it's pretty much everyone. And I think even I can agree, I'm not a Republican, you know, spoiler alert, not a Republican. But my God, I think about how, you know, once upon a time, I thought some of these other Republicans were just, you know, the worst, or I thought, oh God, how scary if they were to get elected. And all of that is just minuscule in comparison to what we've been going through. So if you would like a clean slate, which I think a lot of people would, please go vote. You, you know, hopefully you have ordered an absentee ballot or you're voting by yeah mail if you don't want to go in person. Um, I know early voting places are also great because they're usually a lot less crowded. And so especially in this year of COVID, it's a really, um, it's pretty, I would say it's probably gonna be pretty, pretty safe. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's overly optimistic, but I feel like when you go to vote anyway, you're already kind of six feet apart from everyone just in general. So it doesn't seem like the craziest thing to enforce. Um, I voted by mail, but I, if I had not, I was just going to go to an early, uh, polling place. So yeah, um, just, you know, to ramble on, but yeah, just please, this is a serious, serious year. You know, there's so much going on. And you think about this guy, this guy that's in office, the American people are struggling so much in terms of unemployment, um, needing assistance for small businesses. And the fact that, you know, they're stalling a stimulus bill until after the election, it just feels like he's holding America hostage. I mean, I've also heard information that says now they're trying to pump out a stimulus bill potentially before the election. I'll believe it when I see it. Um, cause I just feel like that's just like him talking out of his own ass and just not wanting to come off like he doesn't care, which I'm sorry, he doesn't care. Um, like the things that he says are so, God, wow, this episode, very different vibe, but I'm just, I'm just talking y'all just talking. Um, honestly, if you want to duck out, that's great. That's fine. I've said everything I need to say, but yeah, it's just a scary time, and it would be nice to know that at least going into the future, we had leadership that I could actually just, you know, breathe a little bit and relax, because even outside of not liking his politics or any of that, I am just sick of mentioning the name of the man who's in office, and we're just talking about him in general. I mean, isn't everyone exhausted? Isn't everyone just, like, done? Um, I don't know if everyone watched SNL with uh, the premiere when Jim Carrey played Joe Biden for the first time. It was brilliant. And there was a moment where he paused Trump. And it was all about, do you hear that? Silence. Just like silence coming from this person. Can you imagine? 
Just silence. Wouldn't that be nice? Just a little bit of silence for that man. Have him go away. Have it. We don't have to talk about him all the time. I mean, I don't want to feed his ego. I don't want to do it anymore. But wow, this has gone a lot longer than I thought it was going to. But yeah, I guess anything in pop culture I want to talk about that's been going on since I've been on the air. Um, I don't know. They're debating whether or not to, like, cancel the Oscars this year. Um, but I think there's a lot of backlash against that. Uh, because to me that feels like a total slap in the face to... I mean, yes, there have not been that many films released this year, as usual, for sure. But there's definitely still some great stuff. It's not like there's nothing. It's just that there's not as much. So I think that would be a real mistake. Even if the ceremony turns out to be a really weird ceremony, I think it would be wrong to not still have that sort of place marker in history to say, hey, you know what? This year still happened. These films came out. Let's celebrate them. I mean, I just don't understand what the logic behind the alternative is, because that implies that there isn't anything to choose from, and that's that's not accurate. There, there, There's still plenty to choose from. Maybe not as many, but there's still plenty to put together a lineup at the Oscars. Um, oh, I do know uh, if everyone has not checked it out, if you're a fan of old, old Hollywood, the first trailer for Mank, the new film from David Fincher, which is all about the making of Citizen Kane. Um, I'm very, I'm very excited. It looks so beautiful. It actually looks a lot like Citizen Kane. So I even just wonder if it's David Fincher telling the story of the making of Citizen Kane while shooting it like Citizen Kane. It's, it's really, it's, I'm really intrigued. I'll definitely say I'm intrigued. And I even think the trailer in no way is giving away... One, most of the... I hate when most trailers nowadays just show you everything. They show you everything in the trailer. And so there's nothing to look forward to, really. But also, I feel like with David Fincher, you never quite get what you think you're going to get. So... And he's such a... Perfectionist of a filmmaker. He is he is such a great storyteller. He is so good with how his films are edited, how they're shot. So I, I'm excited. I'm excited for Amanda Seyfried, who also just looked luminous in the trailer. Um, I know there's a lot of buzz for her performance, so I'm excited to see that. Gary Oldman, of course, looks great. So I know, hoping for good things. I'm also. Oh, one thing though, like West Side Story officially moved next to next year. So we will not be uh, doing that this year. We are still getting Ryan Murphy's The Prom. So there is that, um, which I just can't tell. There's no trailer. Like, I mean, it comes out in December and we still have yet to see a trailer. I'm sure they're still finishing things, but my God, like, can't you put together a trailer? Like give us a tease, some sort of a tease. That's actually one thing with Netflix. I feel like they don't release their trailers very far out. It's always like, yeah, like a tease right before it comes out. Oh, one thing that did come out in the uh, time between episodes. The Boys in the Band premiered on Netflix. And I have now watched it twice. And I am very, very excited to announce 
that I was asked to be a part of a live Zoom performance of The Boys in the Band. Um, that'll be happening in December. I don't have any more details on that in terms of, um, you know, uh, uh, date, you know, date, time, any of those things. I know December or winter, winter for sure, but I think it is, is December. Um, but I'm going to be playing Larry, uh, who is played by Andrew Rannells in this particular new film. It's definitely not the role I would instantly think of myself for, but I'm actually taking that as kind of a little, little acting challenge because I think, you know, I, I think if I was casting myself, there's like two other roles I would probably naturally more put myself in. But there are also roles that I think I would be less challenged by. So actually, I'm excited to play a role that I would not have put myself in just like inst- instinctually. So yeah, that's exciting. I'm starting to read the script. It's such a, and you know, for me, I've never really played gay before on stage, except for I was in a production of La Caja Fall and I played one of the queens. So obviously that was something, but I've never just existed as a gay character. Um, Obviously, we're not on stage, but like you know, I mean, on in a in a play, I have never played a gay character, so I am actually very excited to kind of have that part of myself relaxed. Um, because I've been wanting to do that, so I am very very excited. Uh, I am officially gonna like you know cut this short because we've already gone longer than I meant to, but I want to thank you all for all of your support, all of your listens. Um officially went over a thousand listens, which for me, I'm taking as a big accomplishment because, you know, I've always wanted to have a podcast and I'm new. I'm still pretty new. You know, I've only been doing this for a few months. So for me, I'm just going to take everything as a positive milestone, regardless of how big or small I think that milestone is. A milestone is a milestone nonetheless. I am officially just like talking in circles. So anyway... Thank you so much for all of your support. I will be back in November with fun new content. Until then, you have the rest of the A Trip to Haddonfield series. Um, just a little disclaimer. I know I said Monday, Wednesday, Friday for all the episodes. Please remember that the last week, the week of Halloween, there is only an episode on that Friday. So there is not an episode on Monday or Wednesday that's just with how... Um, you know, just how many films are. I didn't, like, plan it out better. I don't know. I thought it was, like, I remember, actually, behind the scenes, T, I was recording with Devin an episode, and I was telling her about the release date. I said, oh, yeah, it'll be every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And then she said, oh, <laughs> is that going to be, um, do you have enough to fill all of that? I said, well, of course I do, Devin. And then I look at a calendar and realize I must have been looking at the wrong month, and I had not accounted for enough days. So, there is that. Oh, but also, for the final episode, there is a bonus conversation that is going to be a part of the episode with Joey Gentili, one of the hosts of Academy Queens. He was on this show when I did part two of the um, Oscar Nerd um, episode. So he will be back. He has some behind the scenes tea on a Halloween sequel that 
never was, but almost was. And we definitely talked longer than I will be including in the episode. But I am, I think I'm going to release our whole conversation as just a little bonus content for that day also. So be on the lookout for that. As always, you can follow on Instagram in another world pod. You can follow our Facebook group, which is also in another world, or you can follow on Twitter at IAW Podcast. Again, thank you so much for all of your support, and I hope you'll keep listening, and I'll be back with new episodes in a few weeks. Okay, bye.